I'm Zach, and I'm about to hit a vape pen. I'm Ben, and I'm in a hotel room, I think. Well, are you in a hotel uh, room, or? Uh, I I am. I'm in Omaha. Again. Yo, Omaha is supposed to be beautiful this time of year. It's hot and it's humid. You look you very okay. It's interesting doing these with the camera on. You look very official, like you're gonna do a fucking <laughs> TED talk. You got a notebook and everything. <laughs> What's funny is like half the time I do have a notebook because I try not to I don't want to forget shit, but I'll just kinda like hold the pen, but I won't write anything most of the time. It'll just be like one scribble per episode but it's like a it's kind of like holding a cigarette it's a good idea I should do it but I don't because I am not a professional you look like you're ready to host a show (coughs) if we ever have to do an audition you're leading I should uh well, it's kind of like, yeah, it's like the rundown thing. I have nothing on it. I don't have any topics to talk about, but I'm going to put bullet number one. I'm going to put roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll start from there. Okay. All right. Here's, here's one. I got a th- hypothetical for you. Yeah. Say... You have a spontaneous weekend that you can do a very, very cheap road trip from Chicago to one of three parks. Well, really one of two. We'll keep it simple. Six Flags, St. Louis, or Kings Island. Where are you going? Um, This is view... Like through your perspective, or just well, hypo- I well, guess I, I guess hypothetical. The, the situation is, I happen to be off work next weekend, and uh, school will be starting. So this is a very last chance opportunity uh, to go on a road trip to either Kings Island or St. Louis because they're doable day trips. Right. So what would you go with between those two? I mean, I guess it depends. Is there anything at St. Louis you're missing? Um, well, technically, um, that new coaster hasn't opened yet. <laughs> is that, wait, is that the Kid Flash? No, they didn't get Kid Flash. They got um something racer. Junior racer. Oh, yeah. I mean, St. Louis is a cool park. I guess that's more of a day trip. Kings Island. It's weird to go to Ohio and not also do Cedar Point or something adjacent. I agree. But like, then you're talking, it's, it's, it becomes a whole weekend and the price balloons. Cause I don't know if you've seen the cost of like hotels recently. But it's getting pretty crazy. Oh, God damn it.
Is that the alarm? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, uh, okay, it just stopped, so. Okay. Oh. Wait. You never know what to expect on these shows. I think that's it. Well, I'm on the first floor, so I'm not too concerned about it. Um, all right, let's just pretend that doesn't happen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, if I can remember, we'll just edit that right on out of there. So anyway, um, hotels got crazy fucking expensive like this year. See, I had the, uh, I have the opposite experience. <clears throat> like all my hotels are in, are in Orlando were like a hundred under a hundred bucks. And even like, okay, I think even, Orlando, I think specifically Orlando is kind of hurting this year. I yeah. mean, it's not dead there at all, but I know the tourism levels are significantly lower this year. And I think that's probably mostly due to a combination of higher costs and the post COVID vacation things over. Yeah. I mean, but, but it's nice that you were able to find hotels for so cheap when you were traveling. Cause like right now, like, and we were trying to think about doing, um, like Minneapolis and doing Valley yeah. fair in the mall and like a twins game and everything that was in the area. Nothing was under like $300 a night. Oh, weird. Is there anything going on that weekend in town? I wonder. I guess I guess I've had I guess now that I think about it, I've had both experiences. But what was weird, like when I was in Milwaukee for Christmas, everything was super cheap. But then when I tried to go back in February, it was the same thing. Everyone everything was like three hundred bucks. So it might be like it might just be like weird waves of like surge availability. I don't know. Is the no the RNC is not there? No, no, no RNC is in Milwaukee. Never mind, it's not Minneapolis. Um, I mean, I looked at Detroit too. Now, I wasn't looking at staying anywhere other than like downtown, downtown in Detroit, like yeah. at the casino. But it was the same deal there. It was like four hundred fifty bucks for the Friday and like six hundred dollars for the Saturday. Shit. Yeah, I don't know what's going on because, like, even I mean, even f- flights. Well, like, so my flight to Omaha was eighty nine dollars, whereas three weeks ago it was like three fifty, and this was day of. Damn. So. So then the two places I thought of that are driving range, like, because Cedar Point, everything like minimum total to stay at fucking Breakers Express or whatever it's called now was yeah. Over four hundred dollars per night, uh, for Friday and Saturday. Okay. Um, what about? And, oh no, you've been to Adventureland. Um. Yeah, and that the tickets there are a little expensive too. Yeah. So, but I looked up St. Louis because I was like the city museum. Well, downtown St. Louis and like the actual city. 
Same fucking problem as Minneapolis. Everything is like minimum three hundred dollars. Are you for, talking? Per night. Are you, wait, wait. Are you talking next weekend? Yeah. It might just be a holiday thing. But but like Labor Day is not till the following weekend. Wait, not this upcoming weekend, but the following weekend. No, this upcoming weekend, like the twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Oh, gotcha. Or whatever that that weekend. Yeah. As if you're listening to it the day it comes out, we're discussing like today and tomorrow. Like, <laughs> so like, it's kind of ridiculous. But then I looked at like, you know, the couple hotels near Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah. Well, you can get that one of those for like eighty bucks a night. Okay. And there's like a Baymont, like a mile from Kings Island. Same deal. Like. 120 bucks so it's like okay those are doable you know yeah that's weird it might i don't know it might be like a weird resurgence of like work travel or i don't know people are doing their labor day weekend early uh ribs in the chat said uh sandusky's really expensive way too expensive for him yeah i mean the the thing about Sandusky is it's it's literally it's all Cedar Point though. It's the only reason those hotels are expensive. Yeah. See, I I my conspiracy theory on hotels right now is that maybe what's happening is like places that don't have a high demand, like the ones outside of Six Flags St. Louis, are cheap because there's low demand, whereas places where there's necessity travel, like downtown minneapolis downtown detroit whatever are they're like jacking up those prices to level out the offset from the other hotels kind of like rent like that's what's rents rents going doing the same shit it's like vacancy rates are going up and more apartments are being built yet they're still jacking up rents like three or four hundred bucks to make up for losses yeah it's fucking it's just it's weird because like it doesn't seem like even but maybe a year or two ago that you could like book a last minute trip like that and find some sort of hotel for like a hundred fifty bucks a night or so, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not like fucking double that. I also wonder if hotels are like downsizing their of it like to lower cost on operation. They're only like opening half of the hotel. So on like a busier weekend, they end up like selling out of available rooms, even though they're just like not selling half of them. That's possible. It definitely seems like I've had less neighbors in my recent more recent hotel stays at least this year yeah no same what? same shit like when i was in the hotel in tampa that's that was a massive hotel and there's nobody there there was like six cars in the parking lot let's see rib says some hotels have been cutting capacity due to lack of staff that makes a lot of sense i know that like yeah. Most hotels won't even do housekeeping except for between stays now. 
or like it's every couple days or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one had a little card on my door saying they don't do it daily. Yeah, and I mean, as someone who never really liked a turnover service like that anyway, I'm cool. Yeah. But at the same time, it seems a little ridiculous to be raising prices when you're getting rid of things like that. Yeah. Like, like you really can't have somebody come up with some towels or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's like with Airbnbs during COVID, they had that enhanced COVID clean scam. Where it was... Oh, yeah. Look, your remote's in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm like, sure. There's no cum in that bag. <laughs> and like hotels, they had the little like COVID. I remember I stayed at that Hampton Inn by Gurney that year. Last year we did Hollywood Nights and they had the fucking tape like. They like tape the door and it says like enhanced COVID clean. And then I open the door and go into the bathroom. There's fucking piss on the toilet seat. (laughs) (laughs) Even actually, even uh, that same fucking hotel. I don't remember. I don't know if I shared that or not, but like we check in and there was like shit under the toilet seat. And so I had to call the front. I had to like call the front desk and they had to, they had to like come up and clean it while we were unpacking. Oh God! It was just like some guy showed up. He's like, "Uh, yeah." So you guys called about a a dirty toilet. I was like, "Yeah." (laughs) (laughs) You just hear like the and then twenty seconds later, the toilet flush. He's like, "All right, you're good." (laughs) 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 That's the thing is like those maintenance people are always the most chill people. For having to literally work with like broken, shitty toilets all day. Whenever they are in your room, they're like, oh, hey, I heard there's like something wrong with your toilet. And like you in your mind to know that you called the front desk and you're like, hey, there's like vomit all around the toilet or whatever the thing is, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, no worries. I, one time I clogged up the toilet real bad in a hotel <laughs> and the guy showed up with like this extra long plunger. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I broke that toilet at the days in and by Knott's Berry farm on that one trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I remember that cause I like come out and I'm like, uh, so I broke the toilet and then I was like, all right, I guess I'll go to the front desk. But then, like, I we came, I went outside and like when I came in, I like walk into the bathroom and then just like magically started flushing. I was like, oh, thank God! <laughs> <laughs> magically started <Yeah>. flushing. <laughs> Magical flushes. Band name. Taked it. T- taken. Called. It's always like that. The gamble when you see the bowl starting starting to fill up and it's starting to get it to the top of the rim, and then it like just kisses the edge and then it flushes. Oh God! <laughs> oh right. no, that's disgusting. Bullet point number four: clogged <laughs> toilets. <laughs> I like the notes. So, yeah, 
Hotels are fucking ridiculous out here nowadays, though. Yeah, I guess it might be location specific. Like, uh, yeah, this is a this one was. I mean, this is like one of those studio apartment hotel ones, and it was like ninety five bucks for sure. Yeah, that was the thing in like Minneapolis. I was looking all over, like by the airport, it was expensive, and fucking everywhere it was just pricey. It's like what the fuck. Yeah. So Minneapolis is off the table for this trip. I need to go back up there. Yeah. I want to buy a, I want to buy a vacation house in Duluth. Duluth. Why Duluth? Uh, It's a pretty sweet place. It's kind of like the only, so in the summer, it's like a great climate change refugee spot because, um, off of Lake Superior, you get this like really it's a, it's the coldest freshwater lake in the Great Lakes. So you get it, basically this like wind off the lake, and it's like air conditioning. Um, so it's never above like seventy five degrees in the summer. It uh, it's also not they call it poor man San Francisco because it has the same like super steep downward bay kind of uh, um. Oh, you call it not landscape. What's what's the word I'm thinking of? Gradient. Gradient. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's a cool. Um, it's got a. It's got a cool art scene. It's it's got a lot of good like breweries and there's two universities, and it's pretty affordable. That's always like my bug out spot. All right. I mean. Yeah, Minnesota looks. I haven't been there. I was think t- talking with Rianne about it. I haven't been to like Minneapolis since. Pretty sure the last time I was up there was literally the day Renegade opened. Yeah, at Valley Fair. Or well, Mall of America. That oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the last time I was at Valley Fair. Last time I was in that area was opening day of fucking Nickelodeon Universe at uh, Mall of America. Yeah, that park was a shit show that day too. It was busy as all hell. I mean, I remember just waiting in like full queues for the uh, the Avatar, the Intamin halfpipe, and uh, SpongeBob. And like the operations weren't great. No. Oh gosh, the alarm is back on. Do you, do you need to like pause and go make sure everything's good? Or I'm not leaving the room. Okay. If they come by, be like, I'm jerking off in here. <laughs> I remember one time I got yelled at by the fire department in my Seattle apartment because the alarm went off and I was passed out and it was three in the morning. And so like suddenly like, I wake up and I hear the alarm and I'm coming like out of the door. And as I'm like walking out, I see everybody outside and apparently it was going off for like 45 minutes. 
and so like they're like you know it's against the law to like ignore the alarm and this and i'm like whoa like i was fucking sleeping like i have no idea what you're doing it's like no 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 (laughs) yeah they were like they were like yelling at me for not coming outside that's well uh, at least they didn't ticket you or something I think it I think there is like a ticket if you ignore it or something. There's That's... a little there's there's a little there's a little placard cuz it was a condo so they had the the like it was built it was basically like into the building like in the unit you couldn't, you know, change it or whatever and they had like a little placard below it. Oh shit, that's intense. <laughs> Still, though, it's hard to prove that you ignored it versus like you were just sleeping. So I guess it's good. It's good. They didn't hit you with the ticket. Yeah. Or you just never go out and like, whatever happened to Ben? I don't know. I guess he died. I don't know. (laughs) Well, like here, I'm on the first floor. So worst case, I just punch out the window. If there is a fire, well, you could punch it out, or you could just like hero duck and roll through it. Yeah. Just uh, please, if you do that, move your laptop so we all can see it. <laughs> oh, and if you're wondering how you might be able to watch this excitement of uh, Ben and Zach recording your favorite coaster sucks. Well, it's very easy. Join our discord, which is free. So fucking a come on by, listen to us record live and you can even watch if you so desire you. Um, voyeur. I don't know. Um, I've been hitting this vape pen and it's kind of working. Nice. Yeah. I got, I got, I don't even, when we recorded last week, that was the first time I've been high during a recording in a really, really long time. And yeah, I last week was I wild. Like I don't even, I don't even remember it, honestly. I was pretty high too. And when I was putting it all together, it was um, interesting because I was yeah. it was like uh, spoiler if you haven't heard yet. Drew the intern was on the episode, but I didn't post about that or talk about it. I wanted to leave that in there as a surprise to everyone. So um, it's kind of interesting because then. I'm high and you're high. I don't know if Slater was high. Slater was was barely even Slater because he was all like happy and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to even recognize the guy. <laughs> and then Drew the intern apparently now has like his podcasting man cave worked out. I'll have to listen to, uh, to listen to a show sometime. Yeah. That's uh, in the loop for those of you who are not 
in the loop. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck me for making that dumbass joke. I'm an idiot. All right. All right. So let's talk about Great America a little bit. I had the the opportunity to go up to Gurney yesterday and visit. That was a uh, Sunday. I think that was the, the 20th. Yeah. <coughs> Sky Trick Tower was open. So nice. I got a ride. <clears throat> they replaced the old spiel with uh, some of the Marriott era music. Okay. Yeah, wasn't it? Didn't they used to play like almost Looney Tune music? Yep. Yeah. It was like, do 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 do. Do, 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 do. And it'd be like, the skyline of Six Flags, Great America. Yeah. Now it was just the music, no spiel, no, uh, no voiceover, nothing. And it, I'm going to be honest here. It felt really great to be on there. It got me feeling so nostalgic. Little tear came out. <laughs> Wouldn't it no be great lie. if it. Wouldn't it be great if they let people do like an open spiel on that? Yeah, all the nerds would just be like, if you look to your left, but it would be everybody talking over each other. Yeah. So I'd be like, this is your crying over here. Like, uh-huh. Because what happened is like the one, the one person who like is really bad at spilling would, be like, oh, I love it. Would like volunteer for it and get stuck there all the time. You'd be able to make some funny jokes, so like if you look oh, over, like, like the operators, yeah, the operators should be able to. Yeah, on a clear day, you can see Epstein's Island. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if <laughs> let you say that. <laughs> And they always get the worst spielers on towers and trains. Uh, Rib says, I think that's true. The train, the thing with the trains is like, I feel like they put train people there. Ben, you know, you're not supposed to actually use the popcorn button, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, the trains, they put like people that are actually trained people on the trains. Damn, that alarm is annoying. I wonder if I can cover it up. Well, don't do anything that the fire department's going to yell at you for. See right here, I'm going to narrate what's happening. Ben just walked off camera. He is off screen. And uh, there's a view of his hotel room. It, um, it's the alarm inside the room. I'm assuming so. Um, <coughs> so Ben's room. Let me see. I have to enlarge the picture here. Uh, there's some generic art hanging on the wall. There's a office chair. Looks not particularly comfortable. There's a, a bit of a kitchenette. 
got a island with a bar stool. I'm going to assume that this is a smoke alarm that's been going off. Um, Because it certainly doesn't sound like a like from an alarm clock. But uh, Ben's still off screen at this point. We're not entirely sure. Um, if he hasn't just disappeared from smoke inhalation, that's a pretty mean joke, but I made it. So <laughs> it should be like a golf commentary. Okay. And there is small pictures framed on the wall. There are a few lighting fixtures in the kitchenette. It appears there's a microwave and it almost appears to be a full size refrigerator here and uh oh Ben is back on screen here. So I didn't realize how loud that was because apparently these are noise canceling. <sighs> Damn. I have a feeling I have a feeling this is gonna go off like all night now. Well, I, like, um, while, uh, while I'm sleeping. Oh, that fucking sucks. <clears throat> there's, no, there's no one outside. No one's, no one's responding to it. I mean, it, you, you could go talk to the front desk. The front desk person had a bit of an attitude when I checked in. So, well, you could call the front desk. Note, bullet point number eight. Front <laughs> desk person was a dick. <laughs> I also love how on, uh, on like hotel, there's like a little stationery on the nightstand and it says ideas. You should write burn this motherfucker to the ground and just <laughs> leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't bring any Scientology. Scientology. I know. Every time I'm in a hotel, I think about that. Fuck. I did give one away as a gift uh, this weekend for a birthday. That's sweet of you, Ben. Yeah. (coughs) It was a, uh, the card was written by chat GPT. And the book, the gift was a book of Scientology. Sometimes it disgusts me how millennial you are. Well, the chat GPT thing was, it's like what I, it's like a good way to write a a card because then like, it sounds so generic and bad that it's like kind of funny. (laughs) You know, you can get chat GPT to do a lot of interesting shit as long as you tweak the prompts yeah, the right way. Although there's people that are like apparently trying to like sell the service of being like a chat GPT prompter. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is like it's just a tool. I mean, at the end of the day, right now, AI still requires the help. Like, like AI is useless without human intervention. So it's like people who use it for work and stuff. It doesn't really give you that much of an advantage. It, it helps you like type shit. Like it's really good for grammar. You know, you could like copy it. Like let's say like you wrote like a ten page essay and you like paste it in. You're like condense this to five pages or make it twenty pages, whatever. But um, I was that guy's crazy. That scientist guy's name. There's some quote from him from some interview last week where he said that basically chat GPT is just like a glorified typewriter. And it's pretty accurate. I think. Although what's, 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 what's shit now though is like, there's, you know how like every era has like a horror movie, like, t- like, uh, like the topic, you know, it's like, there is like the quicksand horror movie genre. And then there's like sharks and then there was natural disaster. There's, there's like earthquakes and volcanoes and then asteroids. Um, and then aliens. And then, uh, I don't know. Now it's like AI. All these like horror movies about AI killing, killing us. Well, I mean, there's a lot to be juiced from there. Yeah. <clears throat> Robot scary. Remember that movie Songbird that came out? No. Um it was basically about COVID. And it it came out it, it was pretty genius about it. It came out like right during the election of 2020 when everybody was like on edge. Like with the whole country's on edge and then they released this horror movie that was like about covid and a covid like mutating over like five years and everybody's still in lockdown and it's like gotten to the point where it's like affecting people's brains and stuff and the government's going to take you away and throw you in a camp i think you told me about that and i was like Uh, nope i'm not in the headspace for that shit I saw that trailer for the first time and I was like really high, like really, really high. It was like late at night and I saw that shit. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like the most tasteful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, fucking we, we need to, we need to get back on to great America. Okay. All right, Sky Trek Tower was fantastic. I I gushed about it already. <clears throat> but what's really more important is they're teasing a new ride. Uh, <laughs> what kind of ride? Well, all I'm hearing is Giga Discovery. Giga Discovery. What's a Discovery? Like, no, no, like Giga Discovery by Zamperla. Oh, okay. The giant Frisbee. Because they, uh, 
they tweeted well they put up a sign outside of Daredevil Dive which has been closed um for a bit now I don't yeah. know if it reopened since the since the pandemic and it said Daredevil Dive 172 days on strike uh take hashtag take to the skies 2024 right and that's been the marketing push then they tweet out the other day a picture of revolution and say feeling blue strike one for you take to the skies 2024 okay so right now uh our buddy mike galvin from uh Sifcam World, he messaged me and he he pointed out that uh, Giga Discovery is 172 feet tall. So there's your 172. Yeah. This the picture of uh, Revolution with the uh, feeling blue blue strike one for you. Revolution's out. Okay. I mean, that was a used ride when they got it anyway, I think. Yeah, I think it came from uh, a great event, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I think it's one of the only one of those old Frisbees left. Now, much to much to their credit, it was operating when I was there on Sunday. Okay. Remember that... um... Like the program was never that good, but remember that crazy program they would run during Fright Fest? They still do that. It still oh, comes okay. up. They still do like Pit and the Pendulum. I don't know if the program still is crazy. Yeah, it was like the the frisbee went it went almost 90 degrees and it was like full full speed. It's so good. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'll have to check if they're doing that during Fright Fest this year. <clears throat> um, excuse me. But yeah, I think Revolution's gone. It seems like Revolution's gone and it's going to get replaced with the Zamperla Giga Discovery. I'm curious what they'll theme it to. I'm going to guess Wonder Woman. Well, take to the skies. I don't know. So, uh, Ribs in the chat says, how are they going to fit it into Daredevil Dive? New entry to American Eagle? No, I think, well, possibly a new entry to American Eagle, but I think it'll be in Revolution spot. Yeah. Or yeah. kind of like sandwiched in there. <clears throat> that way. Yeah, I could see them putting it basically where Revolution is and then just removing Daredevil Dive. Yeah. Yeah. Because Daredevil Dive, I think... I mean, the thing is, yeah, it's not going to fit where Daredevil Dive is. At least for the where the loading platform is, mm-hmm. it could. The thing is, I just really don't know. With the way those rides are, I don't really think it could fit 
in Daredevil Dive's spot and operate. Unless they, like... You know what I'm saying? Because, like, wouldn't it swing out, like, to Eagle? Yeah, but it's not that... It's not that close. Although, if they put it where Revolution is, they probably couldn't run Daredevil Dive and that at the same time, because Daredevil Dive kind of swings over the midway a little bit. I guess I don't, I don't see Daredevil Dive coming back since they yeah. specifically referenced it in that one photo. Or uh, It's a sign, because Daredevil Dive's entrance is all closed off here. Um, I took a picture of it because I was up at the park this past Wednesday as well. That was a shitty visit. I had a shit time that day, but uh, not a big deal. Is what it is. So, <clears throat> yeah, Daredevil on strike, and the strike has a has a lightning strike for the eye. Okay, so that's well. The lightning strike is what Flash. It might be, and then says day one seventy two on strike, <laughs> and that's that's not being updated. It's not like it's not an ongoing counter. It stayed one seventy two. Yeah. Well, so if that works, the- I mean, if, if that happens, that'll be that'll be a, a good ride for them. I didn't even think about Revolution leaving until they tweeted out that picture. But they, they've been teasing. They're making the announcement on September 16th. Okay. So Come we'll up. see. Yeah, we'll see what they say. Now, um, more solidly, with without speculation, they announced that Saw is going to be in the Six Flags parks for Fright Fest this year. Um, Several of the parks tweeted and posted on socials with a picture of the Billy puppet on the tricycle in front of the entrances. Experience the return of Jigsaw and the all-new Saw X Haunted House coming to Fright Fest. That's not the first time they did Saw, right? No, they did Saw the first year I worked at Fright Fest, and it meant I wasn't able to go. And Saw is my favorite horror franchise, so I was really upset about that. So I'm going to totally go this year and enjoy the shit out of it. And I'm excited. Because I uh, love Saw. How are those houses nowadays? Because like I've never, I've only ever done the houses at Great America during preview. They're fine. They're really not worth the money or anything. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I used to really enjoy houses, and then every time I'd go to a local one, it's always kind of a long wait and always kind of underwhelming. But I have never, I haven't done universal ones like those new ones or anything. So I'd like to do that at some point. Well, like 
Yeah, Knots and Universal are always touted as the two best. Hornets in Orlando I've done twice, and it was fucking amazing. There's a lot of attention to detail with the houses, and then obviously a lot of budget for cool shit, you know? Yeah. It ain't fucking spirit Halloween animatronics, that's for sure. Right, yeah. Which are cool, by the way. That's not really a dig on spirit animatronics. Uh, they Those have been getting better every year. I went to the store this year, which... Blah! It's fucking August 21st when we're recording this. How is spirit fucking Halloween open already? I mean, isn't uh, Halloween like the most... It's probably the most profitable ho- holiday besides Christmas. I can see that. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. It's. It, I'll, I'll, here's the deal, right? <clears throat> I like Halloween. It's. It's in fact my favorite holiday. I do kind of have an issue with whenever a single day ends up taking up two plus months on the calendar. Mm-hmm. I love that that all of how October is spooky season, right? And I, I was on board when like half of September became spooky season too. But then once we're once we're all the way into half of August, <laughs> it it it's too much. You know what I'm saying? It's like starting Fourth of July by Easter. Yeah, it's just it's too, it's too much. It, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you hear Christmas music starting on November first, and you're like, "All right, here it comes, here it is." And <clears throat> to that point, I was at Costco today. They have fucking Christmas shit up. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> That's expected. I mean, I don't know. It is August 21st. It it is still summer by every metric. Yeah. It's I think, yeah, it probably goes up right around back to school season. That like it. It's repulsive is what the fuck it is. It's like, how the fuck are you going to put fucking Christmas trees? Look, I don't believe in the story of Christmas, but clearly a lot of people do. Well, I mean, Christmas isn't even really religious at this point. It's more just like a, it's like a big cash grab. That's true. It's just an event that exists to, for for the economy. We need a new holiday. A festivus for the rest of us. Well, you know what holiday is coming up this month. <sighs> 
Um, this month or next month? Um, the anniversary of Tupac Shakur's passing. Close. Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to make a 9-11 joke, but that's oh. distasteful. <laughs> I actually did see something. What, what was it? Is it what did South Park say? 23 years or 22 years? Something is officially funny. Oh, was that it? I don't yeah, remember. I mean, I don't personally find it funny. I'm just saying. Yeah, my days of making 9-11 jokes are... um. Yep. Well, I bring it up because you know what I find fascinating is Gen Z is like gloves off with 9-11 jokes. I know a couple of Gen Z folk that who are like 24, 25, and it's just like a nonstop, just like everything is just a 9-11 joke. And it's weird how it works that way, like generationally. I guess that's kind of like um, the oh generation. Oh, Jesus. But I guess that's kind of like the generation before us. Or I, not even the generation before us, but like our parents' generation making like Holocaust jokes. Yeah, but that one, even that one's like, you can't touch that necessarily. What, the Holocaust? Yeah, like, that's still kind of a no-go zone. Making Vietnam jokes? Yeah, I could see that. Well, I mean... I guess I come from a warped perspective having spent many, many hours in fucking open mic comedy nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, it's kind of like, I mean, maybe it's like our generation making like AIDS jokes. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that the South Park bit. It was like AIDS is officially funny. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while since I saw that one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Look, to me, to me, the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that. uh Things can be funny and tasteless. Yeah. And most and 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 a, a lot of things are both. Mhm. Yeah, the other distasteful thing I I see in Gen Z's Gen Z humor is like school shooter jokes. Although that one you could attribute to just if you're like actually in high school these days, that's like a real threat and a real fear. So it's like humor is kind of a way to like cope with it. Yeah. That, that makes a little more sense. Yeah.
that, but that's the the amount of dark humor is interesting, and what the sources are also yeah. interesting. Especially with meme culture. Yeah, whereas when we were kids, we just laughed at fucking Dane Cook and Family Guy and called each other fags. (laughs) (laughs) And just just to be clear, to give that context, before, before all your dicks come out and get all mad at me, I was just explaining that's what we said then. <laughs> so put your gaze away. Gaze will still drop the F bomb. It's a sign of respect. Well, I I can't. I'll get bleeped out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bleeping out, uh what was that? I noticed some I like one of the episodes I was like skimming through it and on the auto edit on whatever Zencasters it was like bleeping out the word fuck. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like bleeping it out, it was like the volume would like drop for a second in the middle of the word. Oh. So you only you only heard like the F and the K. Oh, well. So Whatever. I don't know if that's like some weird auto intelligence that Zencaster has, but well, we're not using Zencaster right now, so fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um. Oh, and here's the deal for those of you who listened to last week's episode. Uh, Slater's audio was a little odd, so I had to do some editing trickery. Sorry if there was some continuity errors. <laughs> oh, that's right. And his, cause his was like off by a few seconds. It was messing up that whole, like we spent about what? 20 minutes trying to get it going before we even started recording. Yeah. No, it's always funny. Cause like everyone will start talking at the same time and then everyone will stop. And you don't know like who's where. That's I feel like that's maybe one thing that is a little easier about having the camera on when you're doing this. Yeah. And honestly, since we did the one in the theater, I feel like we've we really got like the rhythm down of. <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this a while now. Holy shit. I just thought about it. We we're coming up on like our fourth anniversary as a show. Oh, Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. I mean, we're coming up on episode 150. Yeah, shit. Yeah, we're at like 145 or so, I think. And yeah. Fourth anniversary is a podcast, so that's pretty cool. It definitely is weird. Like, in a way... It doesn't feel like 2019 was four years ago. Right. Now, the, the, there's kind of a blur, although this year actually feels like more substantial to me. Where like, yeah, it's almost September, but I feel like this year actually had like actual events and 
if you know things take place where like before that it was like a year it was just kind of like a blur all the seasons blur together and years meld especially like 2020 2021 definitely yeah the pandemic kind of fucked everything up and thank you uh tristan jack killer for jumping in there this is episode 145 uh we got we got fact checkers of our own now (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah it's it's crazy and tristan is definitely qualified to uh step in with the facts because tristan showed up for our very first meetup in san antonio and that was february 2020 yeah that's that's crazy to think about that isn't it because that doesn't that really it's like that doesn't feel like it was almost four fucking years ago yeah it is i do see like kind of that weird perspective of like that felt that was like the last normal thing that kind of happened. Yeah. And, and like, I remember making jokes about COVID. Like that was so like when COVID was kind of like funny. I remember all of us like passing a joint and that vape and like, yeah. Fucking. Cause like that and was, I- gone for a long time and uh just yeah yeah i remember making fun of covid all sorts of shit they would never let you do actually during just weeks later mm-hmm. yeah and um also yeah that whole the whole time was weird because like i flew like i flew from that's right i like that's right i was in sacramento and i like flew from sacramento to like San Diego to Houston and that was that trip. Like I got, I was like really high cause I ate a bunch of edibles before flying to Texas. And like, I even remember like being kind of spooked out and par- just in that like paranoia state about thinking about like COVID and pandemics and stuff. But that trip, I got my balls padded down twice. Like when I was leaving, when I was leaving uh, Sacramento they like I had pre-check, but they like made me take off all my. Sh- they like made me take off one shoe. They're like you got to take off one shoe and put it in the X-ray. And I was like, why? Okay. And then, um, they're like, oh, you've been randomly selected for like a pat down. And I was like, what the fuck? And then like this like gremlin-looking guy just like f- like back of hand was like literally just like pushing my dick. Um. And I was like, fuck this. And then it happened again in San Diego, like the same thing. Cause in San Diego, you have to like leave security. What and did then, you like, have in your back bag? To- the Quran? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then like, I guess, so I got my dick touched twice on the way to Texas. And I was like, fuck this. I'm like, well, I don't know what's happening, but I, I hate this. And then like, I flew back and then I get to Sacramento and then like, um they sent out like a firm like a like this like firm of communication throughout the light and they're like leave your client site fly home you are working remotely for the like until we tell you not to and then yeah like damn then no no more travel for it was like six months well and then i got laid off 
but <clears throat> oh well yeah times. i mean yeah i got laid off right at the end of march <laughs> like <laughs> done fun employment yeah Fair lockdown up. was weird covid was weird and it's crazy it's legitimately crazy to think it's been four years because there's a lot of ways it feels like there's no way yeah There's still like weird, yeah, like twenty and then like yeah, twenty twenty was weird because like the, all the political stuff and the election and like leave it to that current uh, political environment to drag out an election for like three fucking months. God, yeah, and that's already starting now for the yeah. next round. And yo, Rib said y'all ready for COVID too. <laughs> <laughs> coming coming to Cedar Point this summer. <laughs> God, yeah, like I mean it's back to school season, so we're probably gonna see a lot of news stories about COVID cases picking up again. It's oh, like yeah, between- there's like of course there's I just heard on the news like a week or two ago about some new fucking variant and yeah. I mean, I definitely, that's all obviously, I'm not a denying that. That's obviously real and you should take it seriously. But I also think it's interesting how it's like every opportunity there, whatever opportunity there is, it's kind of like we're going to have these stories like battling each other for like media attention because it's going to be COVID and then it's going to be like the election and then it's going to be COVID again. And yeah. <laughs> well, because like, I think that like the government or rather the powers that be figured out how like COVID can be weaponized politically pretty quickly. And so like, I agree with you, not discounting the validity of the COVID news, but the way that they can juxtaposition it with very specific political attitudes is like pretty sus. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily like that. I think it's just like you have these everybody like with social media, everybody's trying to fight for your attention. So everyone's trying to do what they can to like make you click on their news story. And so like, unfortunately when you have that environment, it's going to be like the most extreme take on something to get you to click on it and then you've got like you know you have like one side and then you got like the boomers who are like arguing in the comment section because that helps yeah i just want you all to know arguing in the comment section makes a lot of changes in the world (laughs) um i'm kind of boomeranging boomeranging back to facebook because just for like I don't use it, but I do like to scroll through the news feed every once in a while and just see like what shit gets popped up and like um so because then it, it was you know it was like Bud Light and then it was that try that in a small town thing and then it was um right now there's that that bluegrass singer who sang that one song Richmond north of Rich. Richmond, North of Richmond song, whatever. And, but like, 
these sides that are developing and then people are like attacking snow white for being woke. And it's just, it's just silly. I mean, okay. I'm going to just go ahead and consider myself lucky that like, okay. So when things like that, try that in a small town thing, come up. I didn't even get exposed to that until it was just a meme. Yeah. I never saw the the actual I didn't even know it was a song until <laughs> I heard like it was explained to me that it was a music video that was like all oh, oh they used footage of like a church that was pretty significant. Yeah. And um Yeah, what's kind of fucked up there is this little expose on it where basically the company that like the company that produced that music video, they produced it intentionally with like the social media mindset to intentionally divide people. So that way they could get attention from both sides. Cause they knew that one side would be like, yeah, like this is my new song. And then the other side would be like, what the fuck? Like, why is this footage in there? <laughs> um, and then they would argue in the comment section. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, People just want to get angry in the comment section. <laughs> Everybody's just trying to get you angry in the comment section. So with that in mind. Also, too, with like chat GPT, I always think like, are these people even real? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. And like Russian troll farms and shit. It's fucking weird. Bring that shit to like a Six Flags social media post. I wanted to see people argue about Six Flags new roller coasters. Although that already does happen. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> you said you're on Facebook. Have you explored groups? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got several, specifically Six Flags Great America groups. That's um, there's that um, what is that one? This the Cedar Point dating. Cedar Point singles, yeah, where the saddest people in the world go. Hey, wait, well, no, let me rephrase that. The saddest men in the world go. Hey, does anyone want to meet up for some rides? Yeah, isn't that where that one person who was like cosplaying as dragster was posting? Or they were married to Dragster? Maybe. Look, uh, that's a very interesting... I want to talk to that person. I want them to come on the show and give us their thoughts about Top Thrill 2. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, does it... Is it the same ride? Is it, like... Is that a, is that the equivalent of like plastic surgery? Like, is it the, still the same? I'm just gonna that, throw this out there. Is that like seriously? A job? N- no judgment. Yeah, I'm more like, is it like, is it like if somebody identifies as like non-binary, or I don't know. like, is it like if somebody 
uh, is trans, like comes out as trans. I don't know. Yeah, like what's what's the apt comparison? Well, like either way, there's not only one person who wants to marry Dragster. I think there's a couple of them out there. Well, I will say this again. This is a judgment free in terms of we we don't have any kink shame or any of that shit here. If you but if if that person is listening to this, get in touch with us. We would love to talk to you about that. Now, in terms of weird shit on Facebook, though, and in there is the Cedar Point dating group, and I, I don't know. If that's where you try to start a thing with dragster. <laughs> okay, I'm making jokes now. That's It's like a, a small group of us are looking for private ERT on dragster. <laughs> well, I mean like I feel like at at a certain point that would just that that would maybe be similar to like kink where it would be like you know gets costly yeah I don't know (laughs) I wonder how the thousand and one knots is doing well that person that was married to it I hope they're okay Knobles I remember said very in very certain terms that that person had not contacted them. Wait, that wait that the person never contacted Knobles when they announced it was going to be removed. Oh, okay. They said that person never contacted them. Okay. I'm surprised they even addressed it. It it was at No Coaster Con. Oh, they really? said Someone... that. It was like, no, I think they were expecting somebody to ask. And oh, so okay. they said it before anybody could ask. <laughs> Did the room get like silent or what was the what was the it was like response? an awkward, like hushed giggle. Like, yeah. uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for them. That's like Kentucky Kingdom not thinking anyone would ask about Superman Tower of Power. Yeah, and then like Like, some asshole, complete fucking dickhead shit fuck asked. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was wrong with that guy? (laughs) That's a valid question. I mean... I'm sorry, no one wants to see your your 30 minute like presentation. We have a new water slide coming. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like a basic toilet bowl. And they they had like they had so much like pre-show lined up for it as well. It was like uh the one woman was wearing like the flippers and she had the like the ducky thing. And then they were showing pictures of rides and they're like, all right, we want you to say 
one through six flags on these different rides. They're like, all right, that's not loud enough. Say it louder. It's like two flags. And they're like, all right, here we go for 20, whatever, 2009, the super wedgie. And then it was just like a shitty, like stock photo of a toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were like, Fucking, I remember someone asked about Superman. (laughs) Some asshole. And then the whole room went silent. And then, like, one of them taught, like, leaned into the other one's ear. (laughs) I know. But, like, how do you not prepare for that at all? That's what I'm saying. You're going to a presentation about your park to a bunch of park fans. Now, I have a I have an interesting theoretical question for you. Yes. What if that piece of shit that asked that question went on to start a podcast? <laughs> I mean, good thing the podcast wasn't a thing back then. I'm sometimes I'm really glad about that. Yeah. Other times I'm like you know, hey, we we don't have a big following, so we'd have been able to uh, hit the delete button on a lot of shit by this point anyway. <laughs> oh, you can't find episodes one through 700? Oh, gee, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been there. <laughs> That'd be a fun... Maybe, what about, like, as a segment... We just find like the deep, deepest of like message board discussions from like 2005, 2006, especially on TPR. I'm sure there's a lot of good ones. And just like relive some of the drama. Although I also, I think Theme Park Review actually scrubbed their forums of like old posts a while back. Like all the topics that go all the way back are still there. Okay. Honestly, at this point, I kind of feel like Rob, <laughs> it, it would be someone would be interesting to talk to. Yeah. I don't feel so adversarial towards him anymore. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think I feel adversarial towards him at all anymore. Well, I think it's because he's... I mean, he's definitely like learned and he got called out for some shit and he corrected. He seems he seems low, more low key. Yeah. And also. I think if I remember correctly, he also had some pretty significant issues with Ace. Right, right. So I would love to talk to him about that. <laughs> Maybe a heartfelt letter will uh, change his mind. I mean, it's been several years since I last wrote him an email, so. Yeah. There's someone else who, uh, 
I'm not going to mention by name, but they are a member on our Discord. And um, I think if I say this in uh, the right way, you'll understand like uh, a very, very involved person um, in that organization. Mm-hmm. Um, who is a member on our Discord? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to. Don't want to give too much detail away. Because where's the fun in having no mystery on your show? Come on. <laughs> no fun speaking in that. Of, speaking of Ace, though. Um... I forgot who pointed it out. Someone was mentioning that Ace's Instagram has gone like full TikTok influencer with like memes and stuff. It's really weird. It's almost as if like a like a high schooler is posting shit for them now, or they just like hired somebody like an odd like a, I don't know like a. I think you're. We were a lot closer with that first guess. Yeah. It's like when you're next in line on a single rail roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> like that face you make when airtime. Yeah. There used to be an account on Twitter that was uh, an ace parody account. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but they shut that shit down quick. So Twitter shut it down? I'm pretty sure Ace killed it. The weird thing was... Well, here's the thing was, now. With with Elon Musk and X, you could probably get away true. with it now. Hey, free that's speech. <laughs> right? That's true. <laughs> the thing, the, Yeah, the thing was, it was marked clearly as a parody account. I looked at it. I was like, ah, that shit's a parody account. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rib says that account could probably come back with Musk. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> Twitter's an ugly place. Yeah. Every time like, I go on Twitter, I'm like, why am I here? I mean, the thing with X now is that it almost seems like it's intentional to just like maybe he's trying to intentionally crash Twitter so he can like write it off as a, as like a $44 million billion dollar loss. Like for like tax reasons. Like he's gotten to the point of fuck you money that he's willing to buy an entire like social media, one of the biggest social media platforms in, a, in the world to crash it just to write it off. Yeah, that's some, uh, what would you call it? Late stage capitalism shit. Yeah. Someone already took the TPR name on Blue Sky. The fuck is Blue Sky? Is that another Twitter thing? Might be.
I'm None waiting those... for the chat to fill us in. Remember that um, social media thing? It was called like El Elo. Yeah. That one was kind of promising, but it just didn't have any real engagement. Oh, the guy from Twitter started a new service called Blue Sky. Okay. I mean, that's nice and all, but the, like, the guy from Twitter, to be honest, he was never even able to figure out how to, to make Twitter like turn a profit. Yeah. That shit was like... That shit was nothing but... like It was a house of cards, but instead of cards... VC money? Yeah. That's like, that was the problem. He was just like, oh, I'll just run this like a car company. And just like, cut costs here and there. And then suddenly it's like, oh shit, actually we don't have enough people to do anything. Which is the current problem with Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Like, everybody's fired. (laughs) If you're not ready to shit in your pants because you can't take a bathroom break, then get the fuck out of Twitter. (laughs) I mean, that was kind of like when, I mean, that the return to office stuff and all that. I mean, that's that was kind of like with my last job where it was they were basically like giving me ultimatums and not like me directly, but they were giving being really passive aggressive about it. And it's like, oh, if you're not in the office, blah, blah, this might affect you in performance reviews and this and that. And it was like, okay, uh, I'm going to leave. And then it was like, oh, actually, like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Like, you can't quit. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's some bullshit right there. But yeah, that's the thing is like. So you got the right idea. You just get good at something that's uh, in demand in some sense. Yeah. Also, just like working for a Bay Area startup just sucks. Like it's it's fun, but if you don't, if the stock doesn't pay out, it's like worth pointless. So. And like the stock won't vest right until there's an IPO or whatever. Right. Yeah. So like, fortunately we went public right after I started, but, um, our stock price went from like $55 to like $6. Oh, well shit. So it went from like, I'm going to retire in my thirties to like, Oh, this job sucks. (laughs) This is just a regular job now. Oh god damn. <laughs> well, hopefully uh your new job. I mean, you get the excitement of going to Oma. That's true. It's like the it's like the best like middle ground. It's like there's no there's like no expectations. It's just chill. It's like it's just Omaha. So is there anything fun to do in Omaha at all? Um, I mean, it's like your typical Midwest kind of vibe. I mean, there's, there's like lakes and trails. 
and you know outdoor stuff when it's not uh, super when it's not hot and humid i think we're like the, the wind for omaha is just kind of like cost of living and it's not crowded and like people are pretty chill but um it's also like an hour it's only like an hour from denver though so the, the travel is pretty simple it's pretty easy Here's my thing about Nebraska. Why can't they just fucking legalize it? Uh, they have medical and they no, have they Delta eight. Delta eight's about to be federally illegal, like in a day or two. And Nebraska's they don't not- have medical. No, they, they're no. one of the few states that don't have any kind of medical program. Huh? It's surprising. It's it's weird because like there's so much Delta Eight everywhere. Like, like it's in gas stations and like, you know, convenience stores and stuff. I um, mean, so it seems like it's pretty. I mean, it seems pretty chill. It was it was hardcore for in the beginning. Like when Colorado legalized, they were definitely doing like some taunting on the interstates they'd park like five cop cars like right at the state line off the interstates and whatnot but apparently wisconsin was doing that too for a while wisconsin is another one yeah they have they have a medical program but it's only for seizures and it's only for cbd so you can't even get cbd legally there I think but you like, can still. I think you can still buy CBD because I've seen CBD there at like Family Video. There's like the Family Video in my hometown. It's like, it's like Family Video, and then it's, um, fuck that pizza place. Not Rocco's. Marcos. Marcos. And then it's it's like yeah it's like, yeah Family Video Marcos Pizza and it's like we've got CBD. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like an ad for a small town. Yeah. I don't know how that family video is still in business. They did have the porn section though. Probably that. Yeah. Which how did that how is that uh, Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I when I turned 18, I was like I'm going to go into the porn section and uh it was kind of like uh I don't want mm-hmm. any of this. <laughs> all the tapes it was like the tapes were like the the like um smoky white so like you couldn't see you know it was like a <laughs> plastic that you couldn't really see through and then it just had like a plain text like aerial font with like a label like a label maker <laughs> there's definitely an irony to the family video having a porn section yeah Oh, it was so great. All the churches were protesting it when it first opened. They were out front of it like every day for months um, because of the porn section. And then I, I was always, it was, I was like probably in middle school. And then I remember like, uh, 
I was on I was in swim club, and one of the kids that I was swimming with, like he was saying, like his mom was out front, like protesting it or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mom sounds like a lot of fun, Steve. <laughs> your mom was in my porn, Steve. Shit, porn's how a lot of those people in that town got out of that town, probably. <laughs> like porn stars or porn actors and from it. Yeah. I always just think of that one clip you sent me where that Girl takes the butt plug at the airport. Oh my god, yeah. I lost the link. I don't know where it is. There was a while where I was showing that video to like everybody I knew. Um We were when we were in Cabo, <laughs> we showed we showed Craig's dad that. And we were just like in the airport and he's like looking at it and he has like that typical like Ugh. And then he like kind of like starts smiling, and he's like, "Wait, wait, she's here. Where is she?" <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like you thought it was like a live, like a live Twitter thing." <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's retired by now. She probably made a shit ton of money off of that. <clears throat> Yo, know, cleaning butt plugs is a specialty <laughs> service. Yeah. Well, she also had one that was like cleaning my butt plug at Pizza Hut. And uh, she like put the her phone like below the table and then like showed her like <laughs> pulling it out like in the restaurant. Although with that shit, I, I guarantee you like I wonder how they set that up. They probably go to the owner and they're like, hey, we'll throw you like a couple hundred bucks if you let us film here for like 10 minutes. Just to give the illusion <laughs> that it's in a public place. Although I don't know how they I don't know how she got away with that at the airport. That's fucking insane. Especially because yeah. an, aer- an airport is so <laughs> highly sur- it's so highly surveillanced. Like that's one of those things where like you get away with it in the moment, and then like a month later, you get a letter like a, from like the federal <laughs> government that's like. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know for sure that didn't happen. <laughs> True. Yeah, you're like I was just thinking, try that in a small town. No, um <laughs> try that <laughs> try that in a casino though. Oh yeah. <laughs> God imagine going on like the you're on the do not fly list. And it's just and it's you know, they like they're like going through the list of the do not fly list. It's like, you know, so and so name, like uh, you know, caught with explosives and like so-and-so caught smuggling drugs but uh, caught with a weapon and then it's just like her and it's just like public indecency cleaning and then then, yeah like and then like in parentheses like cleaned butt plug 
cleaned butt plug prior to TSA. <laughs> that was, I think that was past TSA. That was like at the gate. Which is insane, which means that she got through security with that metal plug. Here's the thing. Do you think she was wearing it through security? I don't know. I feel like the only place you could get away with that would be like the Denver airport. Because those TSA people are like so checked out. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't. Denver, actually, there's been like two different times where at the Denver airport, I've was in line for pre-check and the, in the line got so backed up that they just like opened the gate, like the accessibility gate. And they were just like letting people go through, like not the scanner or the metal detector, just like through the fucking open (laughs) gate. (laughs) Good. Yeah. It's, It's TSA. It's, it's just like a music festival. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the guy that's doing the pat-downs, he's just, like, not even touching the people. He's just, like... (laughs) Did you ever see that? No. (laughs) I think it was at, like, Electric Daisy or, I don't know, something, some big festival. And it shows, like, the security guy giving people pat-downs, but he's, like, not even touching them or, like, paying attention. He's just, like, literally, like, going like this, like, around their body and then, like, letting them go. Like, I feel like that's enough to scare all the fucking high people, though. Yeah. If you're not paying close attention. And that's probably the biggest thing that those security guards try to do is be a visual deterrent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially at like a festival like that. It's like, yeah, we all know if you're determined enough to get drugs in, you're getting (laughs) drugs in. Once I was, when I was, that time I was flying out of Seattle and I was like really fucking late. It's the only time I've almost missed an, a flight. And uh, I like go to the TSA person and he's like, he's like, are you winning the race? And I'm just like, what? And I'm just like, uh, yeah. And he was just like clearly just fucking with me because he could tell I was like really high. <laughs> and then, um, that's when I had a bunch of pre-rolls in like a, in a container, just like an op- like a, like a plastic container. And it's, it smelled really bad. And like, they pulled my bag aside and I'm like, Oh fuck. And he, they're like digging through it. And then they just like, pull they pull the toothpaste out and he's like, you can't fly with this. And he like pulls the toothpaste out and I'm like, Oh, okay. You can just throw it away. That's fine. And then he like zips the bag up and he like hands it to me and he just like looks at me. He's like, you should, he's like, you should really double bag your weed. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if the TSA guy says that, then I want to think about it. <laughs> See, I've never flown with weed. 
So TSA has it's like official protocol that regardless of the state you're in, they do not check for it or touch it. Um, they only get in police involved if it's if they clearly see you're trying to like traffic. Um, so because I think at this point it's just so hard, it's just way too hard to enforce. Like, are they gonna like, you know what I mean? Like, especially with like edibles and vape pens and stuff. Like, they're not gonna call the police every time they see something. I mean, <clears throat> I have no, I would have no reservations about it now flying from a legal state to another legal state. But I don't, I'd be more applying, you know, to a state where it's not legal. <sighs> Let's just. <Yeah. clears throat> yeah, like I'll, I mean, like I've done that. I think what I still don't do though is I never fly out of a non-legal state with it though. Like it's not so much that I'm worried about TSA. I'm just worried about like that one random check. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you make one small mistake somewhere and like get pulled aside and you're like, I don't know. You're flying out of like fucking Alabama or Florida or I don't know South Carolina or something, and then you happen to like, you know what I mean? Like you have like a vape pen, and they're like, "Oh, well, this is a this is a felony in this state." <laughs> yeah, because I know that was a thing in Texas where, like, basically, if you were caught with like weed brownies it was it was like the highest possible penalty i guess like some guy got 10 years because he had a weed brownie on him because they considered it they considered it like like a concentrate or like hash or something which it's like jesus christ it's 2023 yeah, yeah. still has it fully fucking ridiculous that's why it scares the shit out of me to even think about like flying yeah I feel safe on a plane I don't feel safe like on interstates though like I I, I never liked being in a car with it like it, you just feel like you're fucking trapped really like a plane a plane you have like some deny like plausible deniability of like oh like i was in a legal state and i forgot it was in there or something like but when you're in a car it's like i don't know just you're in like a box and then i don't know i guess like in high school i was so worried about getting pulled over I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know, the airport it always freaked me out. With the car, it's like, I guess it depends on where you're driving. But I feel yeah. that, like that whole, like, oh, shit. Like, you, if you don't, like, asterisks. Like, if you're driving in a place where it's not legal, you can't smoke at all in the car before you're going there. Like, it can't reek in there. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have a little bit that's for personal use, 
and especially if it's like in a bag from a dispensary and shit, and it's in your trunk. There's a ton of plausible deniability there in my mind. It's like, oh shit, I bought that shit a while ago. I forgot it was there. Yeah. And it's like, it's clearly from a store and stuff. You go, I, 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 I bought it a while ago. I forgot that I even left it there. Yeah. <clears throat> but we're also speaking about this as white people, so. Right. Your experience may vary. <laughs> right. Huh. Chisel Biz is saying they felt iffy taking chewing tobacco on a plane. But I feel like that's... I feel like there's no issue there, because unless you're... Unless you're, like, spitting on the plane, then I don't think anyone's going to have an issue. <clears throat> yeah, so you can even have chewing tobacco. Like, it's not against the rules. Yeah, they just say you can't vapor smoke. Yeah. I remember (laughs) when the blue was sick was like new and just like going in the in the airport or the airplane bathroom, just like puffing the shit out of it. (laughs) Like not realizing that there were smoke detectors and that it was like a really big deal. Although actually I don't think at the time I don't think there was a law against it yet. It was still fairly new. But yeah, yeah, I mean, imagine though, imagine like the first, imagine like the first douchebag who brought like a giant vape with them on the plane, which is like filling the plane. Like, what? It's not smoking. (laughs) Yep. That's, (laughs) and that's the thing. Um, that's how laws become laws is because somebody's an asshole. Yeah. Cause nobody ever thought to write a law until somebody was a dick and went, Oh, what if I do that? I, hey, it's not against the law. <laughs> yep. Anytime the phrase technically, this, oh, that shit's going to be illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're absolutely right. I can totally picture it's, you know, some flight to Orlando and a bunch of yeah. vape conference. <laughs> and then he's got like some giant <laughs> fucking box mod that looks like a 1980s cell phone. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like right in their seat, too. Yeah. And it's like, excuse me, sir. Uh, you can't, you can't smoke on here. And they're like, hey, what the fuck? This isn't smoking, motherfucker. Yeah. You better back (laughs) Yeah, like 2009, 2010, like, especially in, like, coffee shops and stuff. Although, you know what's crazy to me to think about is, like, we went to George Webb in 2009. (laughs) Milwaukee. And smoke and smoke cigarettes inside <laughs> of the George Webbs. Yep, which is crazy. I remember about. that was like that was the only reason that like you were 
like, yeah, we gotta go eat there. <laughs> like, it's like, why? Is the food good? It's like, no, but you could smoke inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's a relic. Well, because that's the thing about, like, thinking about a restaurant full of smoke, the smoke had to affect the flavor of the food. Oh, I'm sure it did. And I love the whole, like, smoking section and non-smoking section. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, God, it must have sucked being a server there. Like, dealing with high school kids who just hang out there for, like, five hours at a time. The fucking, basically, just the goth kids from, from South Park. Just yeah, getting good. Yep. Yep. Fucking God. Yeah, but I definitely remember it. <laughs> just being like, no, the food's not really great, but you can. <laughs> I haven't been in there in a while. I should. It, it's kind of like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Midwest Waffle House, but not as the, but the food's not the same. We had one, well, we had one, my, one of my apartments in Milwaukee had one like a block away. And I remember going there in there once late at night and then, but it always got like held up after bar close. And then after like, I think after midnight on the weekends, you had to prepay. Which is always like kind of awkward. So you'd like sit down, you'd order your food, and they'd give you a receipt, and you have to like go to the front and pay for it. And then once you paid for it, they would put your order in. That's a pain in the ass. You know, you know that sad restaurant when they have to do that. <clears throat> yeah. There's been way too many dining dashes. <laughs> oh yeah. But- I remember when I was driving through Milwaukee with uh, and I was like, oh yeah, there's a place George Webb's, we saw one or something like, oh yeah, George Webb's, we could stop there I remember going there, she's like, is the food good? I'm like, no, we only ever ate there because you could smoke in there (laughs) Yeah The breakfast was like okay the only thing that was really good was the burger. It was the only thing that was actually like cooked fresh. Everything else was just like frozen shit. You could get at Denny's. Yo, I, uh, <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta call out to somebody in the chat here. If you're still here, ribs, um, you got any commentary on George Webb's? Pitching <laughs> ribs. Uh, uh, we'll see, see what, what <clears throat> ribs abusing the fuck out of the fact that you could smoke in there. Yeah. Ugh, so gross. Yeah. But yeah, I remember like we, we were literally the last <coughs> generation that had any kind of indoor smoking. It's still a thing in uh, Kentucky, I think. 
you can still smoke in bars. And I want to say maybe Pennsylvania. It was in like 20, well, that's over 10 years ago at this point. But back in like 2011, you could still smoke in, inside bars. I remember going to this like super like divey local like penguins bar um in pittsburgh with some friends like when i stayed at their place and like it was like one of the like to this day like one of those like really memorable gross hangovers that like you can still almost feel when you think about it oh i um one of those being Great America Opening Day, two thousand ten. Nine, ten. Yeah, it's two thousand ten. Oh yeah, two thousand ten. Oh, Ribs has said he remembers when they protested the smoking ban at the Capitol in Madison. Oh, that's right. I remember those. <coughs> <coughs> Yeah, I knew a lot of people upset about that when it happened. And ironically or not, a lot of those people don't smoke anymore. Yeah, no one no one cares later, Rib says. So it's pretty true. I feel like Yeah, it's like, oh, like let's not let's like not damage the interior of these buildings by letting people smoke inside. Like, I remember around that time too. Like, I a lot of friends of mine, like uh, friends, like friends' parents, would like smoke inside. Um, and then, like, right around, like, probably about ten years ago, people started to to stop doing that. And it's just such a big difference. Like, smoking inside of your own place is so gross. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ribs is saying that his apartment complex has in the lease they can't smoke. That's been in every lease I've had except for this one. And ironically, this is the first apartment I've been in where I've been in. Now I'm, of course, talking about weed, but yeah, it's a smoking in the lease usually. Yeah. Chisel Bill yeah. is saying. Uh, uh, does lots of renovation for office and everything. I'm sure that shit absorbs all the way down to the bone. Like cigarette smoke sticks yeah. so much. You ever <laughs> see that that smoking section inside of the Las Vegas airport? No. Oh, and then like it has it has ceiling <laughs> ceiling tiles. But the ceiling tiles are all brown. Ugh. Yeah. Do they still have have a smoking area in the Las Vegas area? Um, they did. I want to say they do. I and I want because the last time I saw that was probably like when was that? Oh shit! It was literally like coming when I was flying from Houston to go back to Sacramento, I had a layover in Vegas. And that was when like they it was like one of those like layovers where it was like a connecting <laughs> flight where you could like get off the plane and come back on. But you had to stay in the same seat. 
and then they would like refill it was like i don't know southwest has those like connections where like it's not non-stop but it's not a layover like you stay on the plane but they just like let people deplane and then they bring more people back on that that was where that was that's right that was where i fucking saw the guy it was like some old really old guy and like <laughs> he i'm like in the going walking to the urinal in the bathroom and i just see this stall door like fling open and like the toilet flushes because he clearly took a shit and like he's just like <laughs> and like a giant flim ball comes out and like lands on the ground and then uh. he like walks walks up to the mirror and adjusts his belt and just walks right out and doesn't wash his hands. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, I I um <laughs> only time I use one of the smoking room was in because <clears throat> I feel like they're really rare here. Yeah, I want to say the Vegas one is probably like the only one that exists. Denver used to have one, but it was like an outdoor patio because they had this. Um, they used to, well, they had a, like a pet. They had a pet relief area where it was basically like you could walk outside and it was all like you know, like caged basically. And then they also yeah. had a smoking section outside. Um, I'm trying to remember where in the airport it is, but it's kind of hidden. There's actually like, you were in the Denver airport. There's like a lot of kind of like <clears> hidden <throat> shit on the second level. Um, yeah, really? I can't think of, really? I don't remember. I don't think I've ever seen like, yeah, I don't think I've seen anything other than that. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Nathan and uh, uh, Chad is saying that <laughs> <coughs> that's the thing is those smoking rooms <laughs> if they don't have <coughs> pristine then they're like I remember the one in Amsterdam basically like having like a Willy Wonka fucking fan in it yeah yeah up at the top so it's just like always just like air is going upward so like all the smoke just goes directly it's like piped out yeah <clears throat> but I feel like like if Vegas actually does still have one the next time I fly out of there I'm buying a pre-roll and taking it fucking in the smoking room <laughs> people probably wouldn't care nobody would give a shit <clears throat> yeah Fucking pass that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You got cools, but try this shit, yo. Ah, <laughs> uh, cools are gross. Cools. The poor man's Nick Newports. 
Paul Malone. They weren't. Oof. Paul Malone's were worse than Cools. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, attorneys were the absolute worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There was a while where I'd, I'd buy those on a nostalgia, and it was... Why? I don't know. They had the the fucking, the label of the label was just like a PowerPoint clip art image. Of like a little metal. I'll say this. Sometimes nostalgia... Really can't make bad things good. Uh, and turnings is definitely one of those things. Because <laughs> to me, turnings smoking those that was um that was necessity. That was like I got seven dollars in silvers. So I could afford the gas to get to uh, the speedway at Lake at Lake Cook in Milwaukee, and uh, a pack of turnies. <clears throat> Wait, you reading back your notes now? I'm just adding some annotation. Okay, I respect it. <clears throat> I remember I should have I should have kept it because I had a when we first started I had a notebook I should have like written notes for every single episode yeah that would have been awesome I would have loved to have seen all that because <clears throat> for me <clears throat> I try to make a quick description based off of uh the final product, and then once it's out into the world, it's pretty much it's done. And I, I don't, I'm, I, I will not hear it again. <clears throat> yeah. I can't imagine at this point listening to our podcast. <laughs> just, just me personally. That I mean, would be the different. most vain fucking thing in the world. <clears throat> I'll like skim through it if I'm trying to remember something that funny happened, but yeah, it is a little rough. Like, uh, although it's just when you're talking, like it's yourself talking. Well, that's the thing like, is like, I try to make it entertaining, but like, <clears throat> and I remember when we first started this shit, coming up, up on four years now, geez. Uh, it was like, I, I listened back to each one to be like, oh, how can I improve? What can I do better? Yeah. Now, now I'm like you. I'm like, if something good happens, maybe. Otherwise, sometimes our listeners will mention <clears throat> things that happened in an episode, and I'm like, Oh, did did we did that happen? Oh, cool. <laughs> glad, you, <laughs> glad you 
enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, especially Logan being like the encyclopedia. <clears throat> Seriously. I really appreciate uh, everybody who does listen to this show because man otherwise I'd be doing it my bolstering our numbers <laughs> but yeah um, fucking Ribs is asking about if we've seen any of the flooding in Vegas <clears throat> the whole west is getting beat up <clears throat> Hurricane Hillary Hillary 2 so it's it's tropical storm right what are they calling it like hurricane or something well I just thought maybe trop thrill too oh <laughs> yeah <clears throat> is it too soon I don't What about, um, I don't know. I saw a video. Disneyland was dead as hell. Yeah, I mean, that checks out. It seems uh, like. I mean, it seems weird how it seems like everything is dead. I mean, obviously, that's storm related, but like, I don't know. Tourism is definitely down. So in general. Yep. <clears throat> well, like we were talking about earlier, hotels are like stupid expensive for the inexplicably, basically, you know? Yeah. In in places that I wouldn't just like expensive hotel places, you know? Yeah. But I think um <clears throat> what what is it, right? Yep. Sure is. So if you're like me, you put all your money into Doge and traded that Doge for a Twitter stock and then got bought out by Elon. well if if the economy is fucked that means that six flags is probably going to be shuffling around some more boomerangs (laughs) they're going to get so desperate they're going to put a boomerang next to another boomerang but unlike the new england situation it's just going to be like two standard boomerangs no, Six Flags is getting more into the um, <coughs> Disney or Bush Gardens method <coughs> of keeping things in construction for indefinite amounts of time. Yeah. Because I don't think either of the kid flash coasters is opened. And the one at St. Louis hasn't opened. <coughs> The barbecue restaurant in the entire area 
at the former Moonbreaker still has an open degree in America. Although as of Sunday, they had the booth set up for Oktoberfest. So I suspect it's going to be open only to facilitate Oktoberfest. Yeah. The just the deal. Because <laughs> the inside of the old Mooseburger Lodge has not reopened. They took the sign down, there's barricades in front of the entrance. <laughs> so we'll see uh, what's happening with that. But yo, um, <clears throat> I'm getting, I'm getting a little, a little sleepy. Yeah, it was a good run. I have some notes. Nice. See, scribbles. is it? Is this a performance review? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I gotta make sure I rip this out though, so I don't bring it to work tomorrow. <clears throat> Yeah, don't. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good one. Uh, um, it was a fun And thank you all for joining and listening and all your support and love and all the fun and all that. Um, you got anything else, Ben? Um, let's see. <clears throat> no, I'm good. I think we covered it. We covered it all. Excellent. Excellent. Well, then, until next time, friends, your, your favorite, favorite sucks. <laughs>